Hello, hello. Welcome to PS10 Radio. This is your host, Angelon, and today is Stepmom 411. There was an email I received stating, so you don't like being a stepmom, but you knew what you were getting into, like you signed up for this. But one thing you have to remember about being a step parent, period, is you know, you do what you entered the situation because of the relationship with your spouse or who the significant other that you're with. It's not that the kids have drawn you in. That's just part of, yes, the package deal. But a lot of times people don't realize all of the different emotions that come up with it. As a step parent, you tend to, you might get a glimpse of that before marrying the person or before getting into a long-term relationship with your spouse or, or partner, but you don't realize the impact until you're actually living in the home and, um, you know, time has gone on and kids start getting more comfortable and everything like that. And when you think that, oh, I think I can handle this. This is totally what I should do. I'm going to, you know, be involved. It becomes very apparent that you're starting to get a rotation of feelings of frustration, stress, um, disappointment, sometimes feeling rejected or abandoned or disregarded or unappreciated or disrespected or ignored. There are just so many feelings feelings that unloved sometimes you feel so many different things that it just overwhelms you and you wish that you knew this ahead of time but it hits you like a bag of bricks (laughs) so to say that to someone who genuinely wants to make their blended family work is very difficult for that person to hear. And I'm speaking firsthand for myself as well. You know, yes, you married someone who has a child already or children already from a previous relationship. However, you didn't really sign up for all these additional feelings that come along with the 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 baggage per se. And it doesn't have to be baggage in a bad way as far as the kids aren't really like baggage like in a bad way but it becomes that way because these feelings are attached to the situation you know really they are blessings in a way you know to in some situations they help us to grow to learn ourselves to become more aware of the different dynamics in a relationship with children with other adults with your spouse 
So it's not a complete negative to marry someone who has children. You just have to prepare yourself. If you haven't, if you are currently dating or you haven't yet um, married or gotten involved in a relationship with long term with someone who has children, but you really click with that person, you feel like that's your soulmate, you you want to make it work, you love the idea of having and building a family with this person, then you must also take the bad with the good. You have to realize you may experience these feelings sometimes, and quite frankly, you may experience them with your own neutral nucleus family where it's you know, everyone is you and your partner, all the kids are you guys, it's together. You may experience period as a family. Not all families are perfect. Very few are. I would I would really say probably none are. Um, there's always some level of dysfunction in a family. However, in a blended family, you know, people kind of look at you, as I said, this email kind of stated, like, you signed up for this. You knew what you were getting yourself into. And no, you don't. You don't know what you're getting yourself into until you get into it. You just have to be committed to the process. You just have to be committed to what do I need to do to get through it. Ladies. Are you struggling with feeling overwhelmed or rejected or abandoned or disrespected, unappreciated, frustrated with your blended family? Well, we have the perfect workbook for you. It is called Step Mom 411 The Basics. Look on our website at www.positivesteps10.com and check it out. There are ways for you to get through and process those feelings in order to come out and feel more confident and prepared for your role as a stepmom. This is for the seasoned stepmom, for the potential stepmom, and for the brand spanking new stepmom. Get your copy of Stepmom 411, The Basics, today. The suggestion that we have for you today are really centered around just not indulging in the negativity, the drama. Sometimes people are attracted to that. So I'm not going to say that the stepmoms, that all stepmoms are victims or, you know, the target of everything. You know, some people, it depends on your personality. You like the drama. You like the mess, you know, it's interesting, it's entertaining, it's fun, you know, sometimes people like having a target, a nemesis, so they're like, oh yeah, I'm about to, you know, have a issue with these kids, or I'm going to have an issue with this um, birth mom, but majority of stepmoms are really, we're just kind of like, just on the fly, just dodging bullets as we go, kind of, you know, not even really foreseeing all these things that are coming our way or that are going to come our way and overwhelm us as step parents. So today we just want to share three ways to set boundaries as a stepmom, just so that you don't get burned out and you don't feel completely 
mm, like you're just not in it. Like, I don't want to be here. I want to get out of this. This is terrible. Because remember, your kids will grow up and they will leave. You know, kids grow up. And yes, you know, even seasoned step parents who are dealing, have older stepchildren, especially in their 20s, that return home because of hardship or a transition or, you know, just not ready to be out on their own. Yes, you still will have to deal with that, but you can still set boundaries so that you are not caught up in feeling the frustration and overwhelming um, feeling of being a step parent and, and being in a blended family. So the first thing that we suggest is to set the boundary by letting him be the dad. Don't be the disciplinarian. Yes, you can state what you feel and think and your opinion about the situation with your spouse in private, but in front of the kids and when the kids are around, you need to let him be the dad. He's the one that they need to respect. He's the one that kind of sets the tone. Remember, if he's going against you or saying the opposite of what you say in front of them, then whatever you say isn't going to mean anything. It's going to have less, hold less value. So you're going to have to get him on the same page with you. And the best way to do that is to do that behind closed doors where you can, you know, you can hash it out. You can go back and forth about it but not in view sight of the children. Do it when they're not around or when they're not up or whatever it may be. Just do it behind closed doors. Get on the same page with him and then allow him to, you be the dad. You, you know, you tell, you know, your kids this or whatever. So it's better delivery coming from him than it is coming from you as a stepmom because then they're going to look at you like, who are you? And I don't have to listen to you. And I'm gonna tell my mother and whatever. I'm gonna tell my dad, you said this to me. And it becomes this whole dramatic thing, right? And then you could end up walking on these eggshells and pins and needles trying to, you know, dodge the accusations and the negativity that's going to come next. So that's the first tip for setting a boundary. Just let him be the dad. They're doing something they're not supposed to do. Hey, you know, I'm going to let your dad know and just walk off from it. Don't go back and forth as long as it's not, not nothing dangerous. Don't go back and forth. Don't get sucked into the power struggle. Just, okay, you know, that's on you and your dad, okay, and <laughs> keep it moving, you know, and hopefully you can allow that to happen so that you can have some peace within yourself. Now, our second suggestion is the follow-up from that because sometimes things happen in your face. They get on your nerves. The dad is not following through with maybe an agreement he had with you in private, and he's changed his mind miraculously when the kids show up. His kids show up, and so the stepkids are disrespecting you. Your husband is basically um, going against you. So, you know, not maybe not intentionally because I think they're – mostly function out of guilt or just out of, you know, just the moment. But, you know, it's just not what you agreed for your house rules or whatever it may be or whatever the situation is. And this may be when you have to disengage and disengage when needed. And there's nothing wrong with disengaging. It's not a bad thing. It's healthy. It's healthy for you. 
And ultimately, it's healthy for everyone because then you're not involved in this me against them, us against her kind of situation. So give yourself a break. Disengage. That may be kind of seeking out your support system. Go do a hobby. Take a nap. Write in your journal. Listen to some music. Take a walk. Exercise. Disengage when needed and when it's necessary. And you will know when that happens. It's usually after your spouse has done something that you did not agree to. <laughs> and you will realize, let me disengage and go exercise or let me go do something else. And yes, this will be your, your pattern, but you know what? And they may look at you funny, like she's always walking away or she's, you know, she leaves the situation, but you know what? I'm doing that for my sanity. And you can explain that. Like I need to do this so that I can have peace so I can come back and help you guys. So that may be a necessary thing for you. So that's why it's to do as needed. And the last way to set boundaries as a stepmother is to state your mind. So basically choose your battle and then move on. But once you state something, you know, and something's a situation is happening that you dislike or you don't agree with and you state your mind about it, to go back and forth is not it's not worth it. A lot of the times it's just not worth it. Go back to disengaging if you have an issue with that. You need to move on. Think about these things. Is it even worth the fight? Some things aren't worth the fight. Yeah, the kids got into some cookies their dad said they can they they can have that you said they couldn't have after dinner. Is it worth the fight? Probably not, because he's gonna let them do it anyways. Okay? He's gonna do it every time they come. Nothing you say and argue with and 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 yell about or bicker about or nitpick about in this moment is gonna change that. He's going to do it again and again and again, and you're going to look more like the enemy, more like the evil stepmom as you keep nitpicking about it. You know, sometimes we can say things and the kids will listen. They respect you. They appreciate you. They they know that you love them and they look that you're looking out for them. They're going to listen and then you won't have to say anything else. But to go back and forth about it, choose your battles. Come on, ladies, we got to choose our battles. So is it worth the fight? Ask yourself, is this something I can let go of? Maybe it's something that you don't need to even start the battle with. Maybe it's not your business. I hate to say it because it is our home. It is our family. We are a a parent figure. But sometimes let that battle be between them and their father or you know, the father and the birth mom or whatever it may be, but don't get involved. (laughs) So you may have to be like, this is not my business and I'm gonna let you handle that and let him handle that. Um, Even ask yourself, will, will going toe to toe on this subject improve my relationships? Will it improve your relationship with your spouse? Will it improve your relationship with your stepchildren? Will it improve your relationship with your in-laws or this children's mother is it going to matter at all will they just argue with you and it happen again think about that 
And usually the way that you know if that even is going to happen is look at past situations. If it can, if it happens over and over and over again, despite that you said you don't like that or that's not acceptable or you feel disrespected or whatever is happening, you're not in agreement with and it, and they continue to do it over and over again anyways, are they really listening? Is it really worth the battle? The battle? Probably not. So again, just to recap, those three ways to set the boundaries when you're trying to, when you're really, you know, feeling overwhelmed and those feelings start to happen that we really did not sign up for as stepmoms. One, let him be the dad. Disengage when needed and choose your battles. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Stepmom 411. Setting boundaries as a stepmom is so important, ladies. I hope that you are able to apply some of these suggestions. And as always, be the best you that you can be one positive step at a time. Peace.